I am so excited to welcome someone I'm actually meeting in person for the first time, um, but I've quickly become a big fan of through social media. She is a wife, content creator, owner of her own jewelry company, Wowie's Jewelry. I said that right, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> and just doing all around big things with her platform. So everyone, please welcome Whitney Marie Reisner to the Sweetest Honey podcast. Thank you for having me. That was such a sweet intro. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's so cheesy. No, but I, like, no. I love the intros. <laughs> I love it. That was so sweet. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. Yes, so fun. And it's so funny how social media works, I think, because you just feel like you know someone or get to like yes. follow their journey yes yes <laughs> so when I saw you in Texas I was like okay I have to reach out to her Aww. I just felt like who you were and what you stand for I was like we'll get along and this yes. will be great so yes. I'm just glad that you joined me today <laughs> well I'm so excited that you reached out yeah I was super pumped sure. <laughs> um okay so let's just kind of start at the beginning and maybe give the audience a little background on who you are like where you grew up kind of journey to now yes yeah so I feel like a lot of people probably don't know this about me but I grew up in a super small town a town of 300 very small and I actually went to school um 25 minutes from where I lived, went to a bigger school, Chillicothe, which still a town of 10,000, very small town. Oh, wow. uh, my mom was a school teacher growing up and my dad was a farmer. And so very, you know, like small town feel. My mm -hmm. parents, um, super down to earth people, definitely um, made me who I am today. And I'm super, super grateful for them. Um, growing up, I was like a little tomboy. So I played a bunch of sports, ran around on the farm, helped my dad. Like, <laughs> I, I feel that. like this is like something people would never guess yeah. now just because, you know, I live in the city now and things are different, but um, I definitely have like a country I'm background. Yeah, it's like a small town background. Um, but when I was in middle school, I decided I wanted to play college basketball. So I had this big dream that I was going to go on to play and I started playing in tournaments every weekend so we would go to the city and mom would always drive me or dad would drive me and we would you know spend the weekend sometimes we came to texas denver just different places to get seen by college coaches um and yeah i always knew i wanted to play i didn't know where and so during the recruiting process i kind of just let it take me wherever it took me and i ended up going to school in another small town um, about 20,000 people, but in the middle of Western Kansas. So, oh, nice. <laughs> yes. So the middle of nowhere, I went from like one middle of nowhere to the other middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, and my time in Hayes was really awesome. I met, you know, I oh, yeah. met a ton of good people okay. and my basketball team was like 14 of my best friends. Mm -hmm. It was, it was an awesome experience. Um, I ended up, you know, not loving it there and transferring out. But when I first arrived, I started my own handmade jewelry business out of my dorm. Oh, nice. <laughs> so this is like a passion of yours. Yes, which is crazy. Um, I was making, you remember those like, like leather wraps? Yes. Like jewelry? <laughs> I was making them out of my dorm, which is crazy. And I like built a website. It was called Fun and Flirty Jewelry. And I remember one of, the, yeah, <laughs> one of my girlfriends on the team always said fun and flirty. And so I'm like, it's got to be fun and flirty jewelry. Like, it has <laughs> to be. And so I remember like a girl in the soccer team commented on my necklace one time. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I made this. Like uh -huh. she thinks it's cool, whatever. And so I would sell to some people on campus. But I remember too, I did it all online. And so having people from like, I remember I had an order from New Jersey one time and I was like in my dorm, like freaking out. <laughs> I'm a big deal. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Um, but obviously it wasn't sustainable being out of my dorm and me playing a college <laughs> sport. It just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. So 
I ended up closing fun and flirty. <laughs> They're not open today. Um, but I always knew that I would like wanted to open a jewelry mm-hmm. business or some kind of business later down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had a rental property my freshman year of college. So it was very like business mindset. Wow, good for you. I wanted to do a million things. I've always had like a mindset to yeah. do a million different things. Yeah. So yeah, so then I transferred out after Hayes. I did two years there, mm-hmm. and I transferred to a smaller school kind of closer to back home. Okay. Um, it's MNU, so it's actually a Christian university, oh, nice. a Nazarene university. And it was actually smaller than my high school. It felt like that oh, anyway. Gosh. It was like a high school feel, yeah. and so I kind of struggled with that. But at that point, I was in the nursing program, and I was so, so busy. I had just met Dalt. I remember he was a rookie in the NFL. And so we were trying to make this long distance, you know, relationship work. And we had met at the Ozarks a weekend fun. before I summer. Love the Ozarks. Yes, the Ozarks <laughs> is so fun. Um, my parents had a house down there growing up. And so I worked down there and in the summer and I met Dalt down there. And I just remember he had just been drafted and I was going to this super small school. I was gonna be a yeah. nur- I was gonna be in the nursing program. Which is so tough. Playing basketball, I'm like, I don't have time. Like, yeah, this guy seems awesome, but I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And so, he asked me. We we met one weekend, and he asked me if I would fly out for his birthday the next weekend. Cute. Little did I know, I was going to be meeting his entire family, and it was going to be <laughs> so. I was meeting his like extended aunts that I don't even know if I've seen oh, since that day. Sweet. But it was super sweet, and. I had this like big image of him being, you know, in the NFL. And I was like, I don't really know what this guy, I don't know what his intentions are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be back here in Kansas, going to a small school. I just don't see this working out. Yeah. So he was persistent and he was like, <laughs> no, I'm a good human. Um, he has his own nonprofit foundation and does awesome. just a lot of work in the community. And so eventually I was like, okay, I think this guy is actually a nice guy. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> um, so I ended up flying back to Denver on the weekends to see him play. Mm. And um, yeah, I, I know I kind of just like ran through my no, whole story really awesome. quick, but that's kind of where we are, I guess, where the story from growing up to now being in Denver. Wow. That is so cool. So many different parts to that. Yes. One, I love that you're from a small town. I kind of am. I mean, I'm from Nebraska, but yeah. my family is farmers too. So they're what part like of Nebraska. That's awesome. Kearney, Nebraska. I don't know. Okay, yeah. Um, Fort Hayes played Kearney, Nebraska oh, in our conference. Wow, so that's cool. We play, I actually played in Kearney. Did you? Yeah. It's so it's small. So wild. <laughs> but my family has a farm out there, and I love that life. Like I think yeah. the simple life is so fun, and it I think it's cool coming from that, and then like. I mean, we've both moved out and just yes. now in big cities, so it's so different. But I love going That's back so cool. and just being, like, humbled. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like it teaches you a lot mm-hmm. about just a humble upbringing and what it's yeah. like to, like, work hard for things. and For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to do, I don't think, besides, like, sports and for me, dance. So yeah. I, I get, like, I feel like so many people just focus on that and, like, a lot of people make it big yes. with sports and stuff coming from small towns because there's nothing, nothing else. else to do. <laughs> That's so true. I know. Your story yeah. of how you met Dalton is so cute. Oh, thank you. Was it love at first sight or like you guys hit it off? Yes. So if he was here, he would tell you a whole different story than I'm going to tell. Oh. He would tell that, that I 
was uninterested and then I didn't like him for a year, which is so dramatic. The other day we were talking about it and he's like, you didn't like me for a year. And I'm like, that is not true at all. <laughs> um, I was just in such a busy time in my life. Mm -hmm. He met me at such a weird transition time too, mm -hmm. that I would say there was a lot of growing pains. You know, when we met, it was, we were both very intrigued by each other and we we're like, wanted to see where it went. But to say like love at first sight, yeah. I would say no, just because, <laughs> man, we were both athletes and like when we first started dating, we butted heads. Like, oh, really? We butted that's heads funny. hard. Yeah. Just like trying to figure each other out. Mm. And um, I think that's what's so special about our relationship is like we have put so much work into being the best friend to each other, the best mm. partner to each other, the best brother and sister in Christ to each other, the best, you know, we put so much work into it yeah. that it makes it so special and it makes it to the point where now where we're at, I'm like, selfishly, I'm like, I have the best marriage ever. Like, you know, like because we've, and not Sweet. because, you know, we've always been on this cloud, but because we've been at those super low times. Yeah, you put in the work. Yes, that we're, I've looked at, we've looked at each other and been like, are we right for each other? Like, we love each other so much, but man, we butt heads and we make our lives harder. Yeah. And so I think now to have like such a healthy relationship and such a close friendship that it's like, mm -hmm. man, like we worked for this. Like this didn't just come, like we yeah. put in the work for this. Yeah, so. that's so true. And I feel like because you guys have Christ like at the center, oh, it yeah. makes it easier to work through those things. Because Absolutely. If not, it's hard to find that common ground. Yes, and that's that truly changed our relationship. Like. Not a lot of people know this, but Dalton and I were engaged and we were struggling. We were struggling. Uh, just two kids being thrown into this really adult lifestyle mm -hmm. and having to always look, put on our best. Yeah. And I was 20 when Dalton and I met. Oh, and wow. so young. Yeah, I got thrown into the NFL <laughs> lifestyle, if you will, at such a young age. Yeah. And, you know, showing up and being Dalton Reisner's girlfriend like no longer being Whitney Rice or mm. Whitney Clampett, I was Dalton Reiser's girlfriend. It like made me grow up really, really fast. Yeah, I'm sure. And so us as a couple being able to handle that, we looked at each other one day and I just remember we were engaged and we were like, we love each other so much, but we make each other's lives harder mm -hmm. and we're planning on getting married. Like this is something like we got to, something's got to give. Yeah. We got to see some change. And so Dalt and I actually called a marriage counselor and it was a couple that we had like looked up to in our faith mm -hmm. a lot. They're such great people. And we called them and that's the first thing we said is like, we just, we make each other's lives hard. Like <laughs> we need, we need help. We need yeah. the tools to have a godly marriage. Like I want to know how to be a better wife. Like I'm going to be a wife soon. I want to know how, how to be the best. Right. And so they walked us through so many tools of like, how to put Jesus as the, as the center of our relationship. Mm -hmm. On our wedding day, we, we tied a cord and it was three strands. Yes, you know, I love yes, that. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and so those three strands, right? Me and Dalt, you know, two strands can easily be broken, but a, a cord, a three-strand cord um, <laughs> cannot. And so that cord is with Jesus. And so yeah. that, like you said, like that's just been a huge part of our transition into having a healthy relationship, a healthy marriage, mm. and it's it's been life-changing for sure. Wow. What did you guys, like, butt heads on at first? Yes. So I grew up in a home of two parents that love each other so much, mm. right? I remember my parents being married for 17 years and chasing each other around the kitchen and just, like, showing this example of love that, like, looked unrealistic. Mm. And so when I met Doll, I was like, this isn't like my parents. Like, we aren't just on cloud nine, 24-7. <laughs> and, you know, as a kid, my parents hid, 
hid the arguments, hid the times where they worked to get where they were mm-hmm. from us kids. And so I just had this idea that like, it's supposed to be great. It's supposed to be all through sunshines and rainbows. Yeah. Like there was no hard times. And so that was an adjustment. I think that's just being young and immature, mm-hmm. right? We would fight about the littlest things and then it would lead up to this big thing. Yeah. And so like learning how to have a good fight, learning how to communicate, mm-hmm. learning how to realize that it's Team Reisner. And like, if I win, Team Reisner loses. Mm-hmm. And so vice versa, if Dalton wins, Team Reisner loses. And so having the mindset of like the teams first, not us, mm-hmm. was just the biggest change. Yeah. Yeah. I had such like so much wisdom in all Aww. of that. And <laughs> I think I love that like, it's not a perfect story. And no. I think that's what we're fed in like yes. culture, obviously in movies, yeah. all the things. And so you kind of think that that's how it should be right? when truly like what makes a good relationship is overcoming the battles and growing closer together. Exactly. And I think like too, just from my experience with TikTok and stuff, posting game day, you know, kissing over the wall and Mm -hmm. people just have this idea. Like I would see some comments and they're like, you know, your, your life, like you found your soulmate. And in the back of my head, I'm sitting here like, I didn't just find my soulmate. Like we created this. We chose it. Yes. Like those nights where we wanted to be in different rooms and we wanted to ignore each other, we sat down on a couch next to each other Mm -hmm. and we figured it out. And, you know, and those nights still happen, right? Like it's never going to be perfect. But I think that's the biggest thing and the biggest message is like anyone going through a relationship Mm -hmm. and struggles, it's normal, right? To a certain degree. Depends on the struggles, of course. But to have these little bickering arguments, like it's normal, work it out. Like mm-hmm. if someone's worth it, you'll work it out. Kind yeah, of thing. for sure. I love the quarter three strands thing too. Um, I had it explained to me as like a triangle almost yeah. with the strands and like the closer that you guys grow to Jesus, the closer you grow together. Yes. And I love that. That's I love so that good. image. I think like when you think about a marriage long-term, yeah. like if you guys are both, intentional and pursuing Christ like that's what you have to look forward to is just understanding each other more like absolutely having more grace yes like Like trying to love and have the grace of Jesus right mm -hmm. and I think going off of what you said like during our marriage counseling that was such a big thing Mm -hmm. was we learned we need to be praying for each other's own journey with Jesus like Mm -hmm. I need to be praying for my husband's journey with Jesus I need to be praying that he is getting closer to God right Mm -hmm. And like you said, that triangle is such a perfect image because if you're both working on your personal relationship with mm-hmm. him, right, that's when you see things come together. Like yeah. that's when you see things like, oh, wait, this actually makes sense now. Like yeah. we're, we're actually on the same page now. Yeah, for sure. So beautiful. And that is at the center too. Yes, absolutely. Um, what has that journey like with Dalton being in the NFL been for you yeah. as a wife? Yeah. So at first, I think a lot of our struggles relationship wise came from that. Mm. I went to, so the first school I went to was a division two school and it was a town full of basketball lovers. Mm -hmm. So it was a big deal to be on the basketball team. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were good. We made the national tournament. And so I went from being like Whitney Clampett to, hi, nice to meet you, Dalton's girlfriend. This is Dalton Reisner's girlfriend. And so I struggled with that so much Mm. because I was already transitioning out of a sport and trying to find my identity in me, like who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. 
And then on top of that, I have now entered this world where I don't really have a name. You know, <laughs> I'm known as his girlfriend or his fiance. And I think I just really struggled with that. I felt like I was picked up out of my college lifestyle and just put into this foreign mm-hmm. lifestyle, like crazy nice dinners and everyone having, you know, these really nice cars, really nice bags. Mm-hmm. And I'm just this young 20 college yeah, year old girl. That's so like, yeah. Like I grew up in a small town and this is not what I grew up around. And yeah. so it was a culture shock for me. Oh, I'm like sure. it was, it was an adjustment and having a husband that, didn't care about those things. Mm-hmm. He didn't care what he drove. Mm-hmm. He didn't care what he wore. He wore Crocs and the same <laughs> high school shirt he's worn for years. I love that. And so that was, I think, what kind of pulled me out of that. It was inspiring to mm-hmm. see like, okay, here's this guy that's supposed to care about those things. He's supposed to want to wear all this fancy clothes for game day. Mm-hmm. And he's showing up in his Crocs and a t-shirt. Like, <laughs> why should I care about yeah, that stuff? Yeah, like, right? Definitely. Like he's the one in the spotlight getting photographed, doing all these things, and he doesn't care. And so he was definitely like, as I would like watch him and I'm like, like what? <laughs> like I, I don't get it. And yeah. so it was almost inspirational to see him. Yeah. Just how he was unapologetically him. Right. And I feel like it takes the pressure off of you, especially yeah. at that age. Like yeah. I can't imagine being 20 years old and yeah. being thrown into that and being right out of college or in, right. yeah, just, oh my gosh, you have to grow up fast. You have to grow up really fast. And, and you do have to know who you are too. Yes. And that was like the journey of finding who I was. And so like, I always think back to that time and I'm like, you know, even like just who I was, it's not who I was. Right. Like I remember going to these really nice dinners and, you know, talking with these girls about this lifestyle that I was such an outsider to. And it's like, I just remember just trying to find myself, like just Mm. trying to find out, okay, who is Whitney and how can she just be her? (laughs) Yes. So it, yeah, it's hard. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that too. It's yeah. just like identity. Like once you leave college yes. and you're just becoming an adult, it's like, okay, who am I now? Yeah, like, what does sure. this look like? Especially after like leaving sports, I feel like yeah, that is such a big thing. Like you've put your identity in, you know, competition and things yes. for all these years growing up. And now it's like, okay, right. <laughs> I'm saying goodbye to that. And now who am I? And Exactly. Or how you perform. Yeah. Like being in a performance-based lifestyle and yeah. then all of a sudden you're not and you're like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, what does this look like for me? Yeah. For sure. Do you feel like you've found that now and like feel confident in where you are? For sure. For sure. And I would say a lot of that, crazy enough, was like TikTok. I uh-huh. started posting videos on social media and back then it was cringy and weird. (laughs) The people that posted on TikTok were crazy. And like, I remember, I'll never forget going to a, like a watch party and I'd been posting TikToks. And, um, at this point, like, I think maybe I'd been posting for a few months, but like posting daily, like multiple a day. And everyone kind of like knew I was posting all Mm -hmm. my friends around me. And I remember this girl saying like, people that post on TikTok is so cringy and so weird. And I remember like sitting there and like feeling so hurt because it was like, right. I'm like, you know, I post TikToks. Like everyone here (laughs) knows I post TikToks and it it hurt. But I remember like that also being such a moment of Mm -hmm. like, this is me. This is what I love. I love the opportunity it brings. I love, you know, just sharing my life. And it was like the first time that I think outside of basketball that I was like, no, this is me. Mm -hmm. I love this. Like, I'm just going to keep doing it yeah, and I'm going to, you know, like Mm. I'm going to be me and and this is me. And so I feel like that was kind of a turning point of like, 
I'm being unapologetically me. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, the comments or whatever, people might be hating on what I'm doing or, you know, saying hateful things, but like, I like doing it and I want to keep doing it. So it was almost like an empowerment thing of like, you know, you have all these people hating on it, but just knowing like my identity and being like, Mm. being able to block that out. Yeah. So true. I was going to say, I feel like sometimes it takes those moments for you to really get like rooted in who you are and like what you want to be or just, yeah, kind of pushing those hateful comments or hurtful comments away and just knowing like, okay. This is who I am. This is who God created me to be. And I'm going to, yeah. like, do that unashamed. So. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. And that's how I found you on I TikTok. <laughs> and that's how we're here. I know. I think it, does, it really does, like, build connections. Like, yeah. that's what social media is good for. Absolutely. It's just, like, you get to meet a lot of people that you probably wouldn't otherwise. Yes. That's so true. That's so true. And feel like you know them. Like, yeah. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like I know, like, people on social media, I'm like, I feel like I know you, but I know we haven't met. Like, yeah. But I know your dog's name. Like, I know you yeah. too. I know. And it's so fun. I love, I love the fun, positive, cool content. And even the yeah. stuff that's more real too. I just, yeah, it's like relatable. And I think people can find that connection too with you. Like, oh, she's gone through this or you know right you're going through something too like that's great I'm not alone <laughs> yes exactly so. everyone goes yeah everyone goes through things and even if like I think that's like the negative to social media is people sometimes look at videos and they're like I can't relate to this girl yeah and it's like you just if you just could open the door and look into my <laughs> life I promise like we probably have so many things that we could relate on for sure um what has been like some of the biggest challenges and exciting moments of like Dalton and his career and just like you being there for him and same with you too. Um, so most exciting, I would say Dalton scored a touchdown. I know this sounds so wild, but Dalton <laughs> scored a touchdown in a preseason game, like his second or third year. Yeah. And I was watching at home. Mm. It was a, it was a preseason game. So I was like, I'm not going to go. It was in Seattle. Dalton scores a touchdown. So I'm on the couch and by myself because my parents live back in Missouri and I'm watching the TV and he's an offensive lineman. Like, yeah. They don't You're score. Not to score. <laughs> and so I'm looking at the screen and he scores and he like throws the ball down and I'm like jaw drop. I'm like this and he's like, you know, like hitting the chest bump in the quarterback. Like, I'm like, this is so <laughs> wild. So cool. And so I'm like watching the TV, watching the TV. And then they interview him. And he's like talking and he's like on the sideline and he's like, and shout out to my wife, Whitney Marie Rise. And they're like, I love you, baby. And I'm just like oh. on the couch, like jaw on the ground. Like, and I'm like reversing it. I'm like, so am I like, like, this game is wild. Yeah. Like, and so I just oh, remember like so sweet. being like, just feeling so special about like, I don't know. He's just like such an unapologetically him person. Mm-hmm. And so I remember that game being like such a wild, crazy game. And I, I kind of say that because, you know, our four years at the Broncos, they never had like a good winning season. Yeah. So I don't really have any exciting <laughs> like football stuff. Um, but outside of football, he this past year won um, Walter Payton Man of the Year for mm-hmm. the Broncos. Yeah, and it was that. such a cool experience. So they reached out, the community team reached out to me. And they were like, let's put this whole thing together and surprise Dalton at the stadium. Yeah. And so I am like so nervous. I'm freaking out. Dalton does community work every Tuesday. And he comes home and he's like, because we were going to do it on a Tuesday, the next Mm -hmm. Tuesday, instead of him going to community work, we were going to say he was meeting kids at the stadium. But um, he comes home and he's like, 
mentally like I'm feeling really run down. I think I need to take this Tuesday off. Like I haven't taken a Tuesday off in like 20 weeks, something crazy. And I'm sitting here like, no, not no. this week. <laughs> not this Tuesday, please not this Tuesday. And so he, um, he's telling me this. And so I like call the, the team and I'm like, we got to scheme something up. And so they're like, well, can you like tell him that you're going, it's something with you? I'm like, they're like, he won't turn that down. Like tell him it's something with your jewelry. And so I'm like, okay. So I like go in the other room and I'm like, hey, the community team reached out and they want me to bring jewelry to give away to some of the boys and girls at the Boys and Girls Club. And he's like, okay. He's like, I was really wanting to take this week off, but like we can do it. Aww. I'm like, yes. <laughs> so we'll he's do. so cute. He's like packing up t-shirts to give to the kids and like, you know, all this cute stuff. And he shows up to the stadium and they have a video playing mm. and he turns around and his family, his agents are there. And it was just such a special moment yeah. because – Dalton is someone who gives back continuously mm. and he doesn't just show up for the photo op. He will show up and he will stay there until every kid has a signature, until every kid's talked to, until he'll just go above and beyond. And it's like, it's so special and so cool. Mm. And I think he was so deserving of it. And so it was cool to see him get that award. It was a super, super exciting. Oh, I'm sure you were so proud. I was yeah. so proud of him. Yeah. Cause that's what matters to him is like community yeah. work and his mm. foundation and stuff like that. So that was a, that was another really exciting moment. Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. Yeah. And like, he, I'm sure he has such a big platform with that too, that he can really reach a lot of kids and right. do a lot. Do you do that with him? Like do you volunteer? Yes. And stuff? Yeah. So I go to almost every event, every event that I can like, if I don't have work, yeah, something going yeah. But ninety percent of the time, I'm there. Whether he's speaking to a school or every year we did a coat drive, so we gave a bunch of coats to so to young kids mm -hmm. and um, just a bunch of cool, a bunch of really cool stuff. Like Dalton came from Colorado, a young kid, and so I think a lot of kids look at him and they're like, mm -hmm. "That could be me, right? right. Like, I'm from Colorado. Like this could be me. Mm -hmm. I could play for my hometown team." And um, so he's super, he, he's a super inspiring person and I know I'm biased, but it's really cool to, it's really cool to like tag on and be there for his work. I say his foundation because he's put in so much work and he started it back in college. And wow. so I just get to be like the right hand man, which is cool. That's awesome. Oh my yeah. gosh. That's such a dream. I would love to do something like that. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's, it's awesome to see the impact you can have on people. Yeah, for it's sure. Crazy. Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel like He's got to be so humble and just down to earth. And he is, yeah. yes. Aww, such yes, a sweet couple. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you. So you guys, you've been married for how long now? We've been married for a year and a few months. Oh, congrats. Yes. Thank so you. Nice. Yeah, we got married last June. Yes, and I remember seeing pictures of your wedding. It looked so beautiful. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, what's been the biggest lesson that you've learned so far in marriage? Oh, the biggest Big lesson. <laughs> That is so good. I would say kind of a few things. The biggest thing is keeping Jesus number one. Mm -hmm. Dawn and I wake up and do a devotional every day together. And, you know, obviously we're human and there's days we miss. And so there's, you know, there's been a few days we've missed before and we're like, okay, we got to go back to the drawing board. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we're like, man, we need Jesus. Like, let's, mm -hmm. you know, let's sit down and do a devotional or yeah. let's read some Bible stories. And I think it's just like when you strive to, love like Jesus and have grace like Jesus and you're doing that for you and your personal relationship with him it's like the stars align mm -hmm. like it it flows over into the rest of your lifestyle yes, so rather than just being like I gotta be good for my marriage no I gotta be good for him I gotta be good for you know other mm -hmm. things and then and then my husband yeah um so I would say focusing on my relationship with Jesus myself and Dalton and then keeping him as the center it was mm -hmm. like our number one number two would definitely be if I win, like if I win in an argument or like I said earlier, yeah. like 
team Reisner loses. Right. Like always keeping your teammate and your team Reisner, your whoever your husband is or your spouse mm-hmm. as the number one rather than yourself. It's huge. And then how to have a good fight, like learning, learning to have a productive <laughs> fight because everyone is going to fight. Everyone's going to argue, right? Right. Whether it's like bickering here and there or whatever, just learning how to be productive about it and be like, okay, what's the issue? How are we fixing it? Mm. And how are we not going to get back here? Yeah. So. so good. I love it. I can speak to that a little bit too with like when I'm not in the word, I notice a difference yeah. in my attitude in the day or just like being less patient with people or being yeah. – just having those like thoughts, those like non just God honoring thoughts that yes. you need to push away. And <laughs> there's days that it's like really hard to do. So I'm like, okay, well, I wasn't in the word this morning. I didn't like yeah. spend time with God. And yes, it makes such a big difference. It does. Or even too, I notice when I listen to worship music, mm-hmm. like that starts my day yeah. a whole different way. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone feels connected to God differently. And so I feel super connected to worship. And so Mm. when I'm headed to work or doing something, even on my computer or whatever, like worship music just puts me in a mood where I'm like, so true. I'm trying to love like Jesus today. Uh I'm trying to, you know. I do too. I love a good like song on the way to work. I feel like um, that or like podcasts or anything that's just like, it's getting it into you at like in some way or another. Yes, absolutely. There's definitely different ways, different avenues. Yes, yes. Um, okay, I want to talk a little bit about your jewelry company because yeah. I well I love your jewelry and I Thank wear my you. earrings all the time. Oh, I love it. Thank you. <laughs> I get like I get compliments on them, so I've Aww. like got my fam- friends and family hooked too. I love it. Yeah, that's so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Was this something? I guess you kind of talked about like doing this in college. So was this something that you had always dreamed of creating, or how did the vision like really come to life? Yeah. So I've always been. An entrepreneur yeah. mindset, and I knew I always wanted to start something. When I was younger, I there's pictures of me when I'm like four years old with thumb rings on. So I always <laughs> love fashion and expressing myself. And so, like I said, when I went to college, I started that handmade jewelry mm-hmm. business, and I really loved it. Mm-hmm. I loved making the jewelry, the website. I loved everything about it. Yeah. And so, I after I started TikTok, I kind of had this following, and I'm like, I want to do something more empowering with it. Mm-hmm. I was working with brands at that time, and uh, that was kind of my job. It was my job during the time, and it was awesome, and I loved it, but I just felt like I wanted something more. Right. Felt like I wanted to do something more for me. It was like, I don't know, just like an itch that just needed something. And so I kind of did a deep dive, and it was right right before our wedding, and I'm like, you know, I can't really find jewelry that's sustainable, right? Mm. Jewelry that's a good price, but... I want to be able to wear it in the shower. Yeah. I sleep with it on. I yeah. forget and put, get lotion on it. And so I want to be able to create something like that mm. that is affordable. And so I started there and I'm like, okay, what does this look like? Finding a manufacturer, mm. all the things. I didn't know how to start a business or run a yeah, business. No so idea. <laughs> it was a shot in the dark. It was like learning as I went, which was cool all in itself. Mm. And so I found a manufacturer and I'm like, okay, the name. What am I gonna what am I gonna name this company? It has to be something powerful and meaningful to me. And I kind of veered off. I remember at one point I was like looking at different words for gold and you know, something that wasn't touching to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
what would like my younger self want me to name this company? Yeah. And when I was younger, I couldn't say Whitney Marie. So I would call myself Wawa Wee. And I'm like, <laughs> Wawa Wee would want me to name this after her, right? Like she would be so proud. Aww. And so I took that name, Wawa Wee, and I shortened it to Wawies. Mm-hmm. And I know like it doesn't make sense if you're, if you see the name, you're not instantly thinking, yep, that's jewelry, of course. <laughs> but my main goal was to, not only have a jewelry company that's sustainable, but have a jewelry company that's inspiring. Mm-hmm. I want other people to look at it and be like, man, that dream I've had for so long, mm-hmm. I want to go after it. Like, mm-hmm. this is some random girl who's, right, nothing mm-hmm. special. Like, I can do this <laughs> too. Like, I want people to feel that. And so after I launched the company, I remember having some girls reach out and one of the girls was like, you know, I'm inspired. I think I'm going to go back to law school. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, yeah. how cool is that? Another girl, I've always wanted to take acting classes. I'm going to, I'm going to sign up. Mm-hmm. Then weeks later messaged me, like, I've been taking these acting classes. I just wanted you to know, like you were an inspiration. And I'm like, that's what this is about. Yeah. Right? That's what my main goal was. I want to inspire people to do something for themselves, mm-hmm. do something that they've always wanted to do that maybe they've been scared to, or maybe they've been hesitant to. Yeah. And so that's the main, you know, goal behind Wowie's bringing sustainable jewelry and inspiring others. Yeah, I love that. And I'm sure you have inspired more people than you even know with all of it. Oh, thank you. But I feel like it it starts small and like God can just like take it where he wants it. Oh, absolutely. Just having those like, I feel like taking the leap of faith to just do it is the biggest hurdle sometimes. So true. So true. I have this like weird mindset of, like I said, I think of a hundred million different things. And so I don't really have this like fear factor. I'm always like, Oh, it'll work out. We're going to do a hundred different things. And yeah. And my husband on the other hand, he's like the realist in this. <laughs> and so he's like, believing in me all the way. Of course. Yeah. He's like my biggest cheerleader. And he's like, have you ever thought about like, what if, what if this doesn't happen? And I'm like, I haven't thought about it. Like yeah. we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> so just believing in yourself mm-hmm. and going for it. Yeah. Just going straight for it. I'm similar in that mindset. Like I'm way more of a dreamer than a realist. Yes. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> I kind of just think big picture and yeah. less about the small details, which I feel like that's so nice that you have and like balance you out on yes. that and just kind of help you. Like, yes. <laughs> to be my biggest fan, but also be like, okay, this logistic is, do we think this makes sense? Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. But you're, you're probably right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have it like drawn up when you contacted the manufacturer like how did that whole process go yes so i had this vision of what i wanted it to look like Mm. and it was honestly i told d i remember going through the process of finding a manufacturer and it's like it's like speed dating but like worse like you're like (laughs) you're like trying to find someone and you're like oh that's a red flag like on to the next like and so it's hard to find someone that you really really trust Uh and so i found this manufacturer and i ordered a ton of samples and i gave them to all my closest friends and my mom and i said Please, will you wear this jewelry? Don't take it off in the shower, sleep mm-hmm. in it, everything. Like, you know, I want I want yeah. you to like put it through the trial. And so I had all my friends do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from different manufacturers, and some would get back and be like, yeah, this didn't work. Mm-hmm. Or I like I remember finally with the manufacturer that I have now, mm-hmm. my mom got back to me and she's like, I've had this on for six months. I've had wow. this on for six months. And like it's not broken, it's yeah. not tarnished, like it looks great. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's what I need. Yes, so that, I love that. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. yeah. And it, and it is sterling silver gold plated, right? So uh-huh. it's, it's not gold. You're not going to net. It's, it's not going to never turn silver. Right. Right. Cause it is plating, but it's never going to turn tarnishing brown. Mm-hmm. You might just have, you know, like mm-hmm. if you wear it, of course, for yeah. you know 15 years, it, it might be silver. Right. Right. Um, so that's, that's like the, the price point is, making sure that I, you're not paying hundreds of dollars mm. like you would for gold, but also 
having a product that it's not going to be green on your skin and turn yeah. color. So. Oh my gosh, the <laughs> amount of jewelry I've worn like that. Right, right. the years, yeah. That's, yeah, that was like my main thing too. I'm like, I have so many pairs of earrings or mm. necklaces that I've spent like good money on and yeah. then they turn green. I'm like, yes. we got we to gotta come up with something else. <laughs> I know. I love jewelry too. Like I love rings. I love everything. Yes. And I feel like I'll buy something that's nice and it'll just like, yeah, I don't know. Six months down the road, I'm like, I can't wear this anymore. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's it's frustrating. Yeah, sure. it is. But that's so good. That that's what you're doing with it, and yes. I love that. What's your goal? I guess with your entire business, or like, where do you see it going? Yeah. So eventually, I want to definitely be in department stores someday. Mm, like nice. that's a long term goal, of course. But for now, I just hired on a social media marketing manager, mm. and she's incredible. She's doing such a great job. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen Wowie's in a while, check them out because she's doing great. She is killing it. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole page looks so aesthetic. She's putting different stacks together so people can see what they look like, and she's just really been doing a great job. So, mm. for now, um, I'm working on doing a few pop up sales soon. Oh, cool. Which I think will be really fun. Yeah. I want to do some maybe in New York or just some so fun, fun different cities, mm-hmm. just so people can see it in person. Yeah. And then um, I have a sale coming up, some short-term goals that we're working on, mm. um, just a 24-hour sale coming up this Sunday, actually. Keep your eyes out. Yeah, check <laughs> out. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but we're just basically, I think throughout this process at first, I wanted this, you know, super successful jewelry company overnight. Yeah. And like right now, I'm just enjoying the process. Mm-hmm. You know, you see these super successful companies like Tarte or whatever, and they have yeah. this story and they're like, yeah, 10 years ago, I was doing this. And mm-hmm. it's like, everyone has a journey. Like you just have to be continue to buy in, continue to be consistent. Yeah. And you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's just continual growth. Yeah, for sure. I kind of feel that with my podcast in general, just yeah, started as such a hobby. And my only goal with it was like, if it reaches one person, changes one person's life, brings them yeah. closer to Jesus, like that's great. That's yeah. all I want out of it. And, yeah. um, I think like, I didn't expect to even have that many listeners, like maybe like yeah. 10. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, maybe 10. That's fine. But it just grows. You never know where God will take it. And I think, um, yeah, I'm just going to talk in circles about it. But like just starting small and just having that dream and going after it. And then yes. like the process will, you know, it'll it'll happen and it doesn't happen overnight. But you have to have faith in it and just yes. like trust that you'll get there wherever yes. your dream is, you know. Absolutely. And then just enjoying it. Yeah. Enjoying, the enjoying it. Yes. 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 So true. Enjoying it while it's small and simple too. Yes. Like, exactly. Because I think there's probably like pros and cons to both. And For sure. Yeah. It can probably be overwhelming when it takes off, but also yeah. very exciting. So yes. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited to see where Wowies goes. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It'll be everywhere. <laughs> You're so sweet. What's been like the most unexpected part about starting your own business? Yeah, I think not really understanding at first that I was going to be running every aspect. Yeah. So like the customer service, the packaging. Mm. And I felt so strongly about doing that Mm -hmm. because I think you see a lot of influencers and they start these companies and their team runs everything. Right. And their team, you know, hires people out and does all the back end work Mm-hmm. And their name is just kind of on it. Mm-hmm. And with me, I wanted to be a part of everything. Involved, like, yeah. I wanted to, which is a blessing and a curse, right? <laughs> I think you need to delegate when you can yeah. and when you should. And so that's what's been so awesome about hiring on someone for social media right. is Josie does such a great job of just 
she's so creative herself Mm -hmm. that she brings these ideas to me. We approve them, we work through them. Mm -hmm. And then, so it's like, I have time for other things yes. so that we can continue to expand. Yeah. We're like a teamwork. Like a teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah teamwork absolutely. makes a dream work. <laughs> yeah. When I hired her, that's what I literally told her. I'm like, I want this to be like a team, like mm-hmm. collaborative. Like I mm-hmm. trust you and your work and let's just collaborate and yeah. continue to grow while we use. Is she back in Denver? Or? So she's actually in Minnesota. I feel like it was oh, such cool. a God thing how we got connected. But yeah, she lives in Minnesota and New York kind of part-time. She's kind of going back and forth right now. And um, yeah, we we just kind of met through social media. I put a post out saying that I wanted to hire someone, Mm -hmm. but I was still kind of unsure of the process. And she reached out and we kind of communicated back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, she's perfect. So nice. I love her. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Another up to like social media. You just never know who you can meet. What would your advice be to someone who is – like maybe starting their own business. I know you kind of touched on this already. Um, but also like how have you stayed confident and motivated through the process of it? Yes. So when starting a business, it would be to start something that you're passionate about mm-hmm. and not start something because you just want it to be super successful, mm-hmm. right? I think there's so many things that go into it. There needs to be a need in the market. There needs mm-hmm. to be a passion behind it mm-hmm. because I remember my first collection went out and (laughs) I sold out and it was like such a thrilling feeling, but then it was kind of like, oh, like, so now, now what? Yeah. Now, now I have to run a business. It was all exciting, but I think you get on this high of like, you know, wanting this first collection I did anyway, wanting this first collection to perform so well that Mm -hmm. I was so stuck on that. And then like once it did and we were like back to, okay, now I need inventory, more inventory, Mm -hmm. all these things. It was like, okay, this luckily was a passion for me, mm-hmm. but I could also see like people, you know, just running after something because they want it to be super successful. Right. And knowing that like, I think that's how burnout happens. Yeah, for like, sure. That's, you gotta have, you gotta have a passion and like want to enjoy the process, want it to grow yeah. and be excited about it. Put that. in the hard work yes. and all the dedication. And, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like I think something too is it's like, you know, when clients you're working with, whether it's for packaging or whatever, are in a different time zone mm-hmm. and you're up at like crazy hours of the night trying to, you know, conversate with them and get things done. And there's just a lot that goes into having that. a business. <laughs> yeah. A lot yeah. of little things. And every business is, of course, very different, I'm sure. Right. But what was that second person? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wait a second. How have you stayed confident and motivated through the process? I feel like like imposter syndrome like oh, yeah. hit me at first where I'm like yes. I'm not like qualified to do this. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I went through an a terrible phase of imposter syndrome with mm-hmm. both social media and Wowies. Yeah. And I think something that's just continued to keep me going is like the little wins. Mm-hmm. Right? Is like seeing someone super excited about the jewelry, seeing someone, you know, talk really highly about it mm-hmm. or feel confident in it. It's just like so empowering that yeah. I'm like I want to do this more. Like, For it's sure. like such a high of like being like, man, like this woman feels so confident in my jewelry. I want to create the next best thing and make right. her feel, continue to feel confident. Mm-hmm. So I love that. So yeah. good. Thank so you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. My last question is, do you have any exciting plans in the upcoming future or what is next for you? <laughs> yes. So we're still kind of in limbo right now. Um, we're living in Texas at the moment and my husband's training here. Um, and so we're just waiting to see what the Lord has in, mm-hmm. in store for us. And right now, the past few months, we've had so much time together 
that we've never had yeah. in the past four years of being together. And it's been such a blessing yeah. to have that time. So the Lord's been teaching me patience. I know we talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. and he has been teaching us both patience, but it's also been so nice to just like have each other and right. just be in it together. Right. And yeah. there's something so empowering about that. And so if you would have asked me this 24 hours ago, I think <laughs> I would have told you a million things I'm looking for in the next, the next stage. Right. Yeah. But right now I'm just trying to, continue to be okay where I'm at and like yes. love the present because I'm so bad about looking to the future. Oh my gosh. I know. It's so hard <laughs> not to. And it is so hard not to. For I had sure. a pastor kind of talk to me about this and he kept saying the phrase like godliness with contentment and just That's like good. content, content, content. <laughs> I was like, yeah, just being content yes. where you are and present. And this is probably like a very temporary point for you guys where like, right. I don't know, who knows if you ever live in Texas again or yeah. or just like be in this position. And so it's kind of like an adventure. And I love yeah. that you said it's just like you guys going to be in it together and yes. just you two. And you're kind of waiting on God. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Waiting on him. We always like joke. We're like, we've been following his breadcrumbs, right? Like we think yeah. he brought us to Texas. So we followed it here. And we're just waiting for the next thing for him to show us where we're headed to next. Yeah. Well, you'll have to do all like the fun Texas things while you're yes. here. Yeah. What should I do while I'm here? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, are, what are some fun Texas things? I know. Well, you, you've been in the stockyards. You yes. Said. But I definitely want to go back. Did you go to Billy Bob's? I haven't. Okay. I like, I'm such what's, a fan. What's Billy Bob's? It is. <laughs> it sounds so funny. <laughs> it's the biggest honky tonk in like. I love it. In, I don't know, in the US maybe. But it's like what? a concert venue. But it also is like there's a big dance floor and there's like bull riding and so it's fun. so Texas. It's so fun. Okay, is it open? Like yeah, it's open. Okay, it's open. I'm pretty sure every day. Like you can go take like country okay. line dancing lessons. That's and so two fun. Stepping. Me and my husband love to swing dance. Yes, like you can do all of that. But I think they have concerts like every Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So that's what we go up there for. And that's then so you can fun. like dance, listen to concert, and yes. just like hang out in stockyards. So that's like number one. Okay, I'd say go there. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel like there's no shortage of <laughs> good restaurants here too. We've eaten at so many good places. I'm sure you have. Yes. Yeah. Um, Carbone. Have you been to Carbone? No. In Dallas? Okay. I love Italian food. So Me too. You should go there for okay. sure. Um, like Highland Park. I'm such a fan of. Okay. Have you been over there? Okay. <laughs> is it like down there by like the Louis store? Like all the... Yes. That, okay. It's, we walked yes. down there the other day. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. fun. They have a lot of good restaurants and it's fun to just like go in the stores and look yes. around. And it was a good vibe for sure. Yeah, it's a good yes, vibe. Yes. And you can have brunch. Oh, I love that stuff. Yeah, but I'm excited to see where you guys end up. And just for everything that you're doing, I feel like you're such a big light on social media and mm-hmm. in like just places you are. So I'm excited to cheer you on and all of that. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. <laughs> thank you for being willing. Oh, of course. And I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Sweetest Honey. We'll see you next time. Yes. Bye, guys. <laughs>